You're listening to the Mind Your Own Dog Business Podcast. I'm your host, leading expert in dog business strategist, Kristen Lee. Guys, get ready for your journey, your journey to cutting edge marketing and sales, creating a standout kick-ass dog business brand, along with mastering your mindset that's going to smash all of these glass ceilings that have been holding you back and catapult your dog business to the next level with actionable steps you can take right away. We're going to empower you. We're going to grow you as you step into your authentic self, not only as a dog trainer, dog walker, or whatever slice of the pet industry you find yourself in, but as that badass entrepreneur. My mission is to disrupt the current norm, cut through the noise, cut through the bullshit, and empower the incredible women of the dog business industry to step into the spotlight, reclaim control, and transform not only their businesses, but their lives. It's real. It's raw, it's uncensored, and it's what this dog business industry needs. Let's do this, guys. Hey guys, welcome to today's amazing, incredible, fully actionable episode. Holy crap. I'm giving you guys some really good stuff right out of the gate, and I cannot tell you how freaking excited I am to share this with you because this is my personal cheat sheet, uh, roadmap, or blueprint, whatever the hell you want to call it, to five fucking figure months in your dog business. What? What did you say, Kristen Lee? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Kristen Lee's talking all these big numbers. Remember that episode before? I'm like, hey, keep an open mind. This is where you are going to want to keep your mind open. You're going to want to quiet those self-limiting beliefs and start listening really closely and take a swipe from my files with this episode and start implementing it right away. Now, let me give you a little bit of a backstory on this. And also, I should mention too, these are the same exact strategies that my clients that pay me 20, 30, 40, 50 grand a year use to create incredible growth in their business without burnout too. Anyway, so let me give you the backstory of this. So traditionally, if we think about the holiday season for dog pros, if you're a dog walker, dog trainer, or whatever you do, um, especially pet sitters as well, we start thinking it usually begins like mid-November, right before Thanksgiving, and it lasts until usually mid-January. And what is the first thing I hear from the majority of pet industry folks? That people aren't spending money after the holidays. Now, I want you to stop believing this 100% because what I'm about to share is going to crush that mindset and start thinking like an amazing CEO, badass entrepreneur in your dog business. So a lot of pros, we get this mindset of like, okay, cool. People spend all the money in the holidays, you know, they're, they're done. They, and you might think that way too, because it's like, okay, cool. Christmas time, we got to spend money, commercialization or whatever. And a lot of people also take the time after the holidays to rest and recover. Now, I am a massive, massive proponent in self-care. I believe you actually should implement self-care every fucking day. And I'm a 
big, strong believer that business development and strategy should be part of self-care. I believe that self-care shouldn't be romanticized by spa days and beaches and, you know, getting away and all that stuff. That stuff's fun. That's just a bonus, but that's not really self-care. So a lot of probes, we start this lull and then we're like, okay, it's cool. I can do this. I can be lazy. I can relax. I'm not calling you lazy at all, but we get this feeling of like, okay, I can relax. I hustle. I hustle. I hustle. So now I can relax. And what happens is a lot of people miss out on this incredible fucking gold mine season between right after Christmas, right after Christmas, I mean like the day after Christmas until February, where dog training consumers and dog walking consumers are spending epic fucking amounts of money. And I've known this for the last couple of years. So the la- this last year, um, ending 2018, going to 2019, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to hustle. And I'm not a big per I'm not a big believer in hustle your face off bro and hustle 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 and grind. But I strategically, strategically, strategically scheduled in some hustle cycles um, for my dog training business. I own a dog training business in conjunction with my husband. He's my partner. He's actually the active manager and he does all the dog training and all that stuff. But I do the operations and I also step in um, a few times a quarter to do his sales and things like that. So I'm like, all right, how can I utilize this little gold mine that nobody's using and really fucking kill it with our dog training sales? And by using the tools, by using the strategies I'm about to show you and tell you about, which again, you should be writing this down or saving this episode, we were able at first, the first five days, it was like 50K, like legit 50,000 fucking dollars in dog training sales. Now, 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 before you get freaked out about that number and you're like, oh my God, I couldn't handle 50K worth of dog training sales. Our programs are designed a totally different way. If you are in my group or if you are in my masterclass or in one of my coaching programs, you would actually get the tools on how to actually create programs that are between prices of like 1000 to 10K. So we were able to close about 50K. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. Let's go a little bit harder. So I grinded my fucking ass off for about four or five weeks. And guys, I'm telling you, I was tired. And we ended up closing almost $100,000 in dog training sales. Fuck. We basically closed our first quarter goal, our first quarter benchmark in a couple weeks to where we filled the roster. My husband filled his roster of amazing dog training clients. He's one of the best reactivity dog trainers out there. But we filled it within a couple weeks. And it wasn't like we took in a ton of new clients. We didn't have a ton of craziness and and like going crazy and burning out. We strategically closed enough business. So we were good for the first quarter. And then, and then I took this again, this is an update from, you know, you might've seen some content regarding this. I took this again at the end of Q1 and I did the same exact fucking thing. Same exact fucking thing. And then boom, $110,000 for Q2 in the first couple weeks. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. We are legit booked until September. And again, it's not like we are so booked, we need to get a facility and hire like a million people and do all this. We have a nice steady flow of the most incredible clients. Um, 
that my husband truly enjoys working with. I mean, like when we talk about niche and when I, when I teach you guys about niche too, it's like you show up every day at a different level for these people. Now, do some people sneak in Man, that aren't great fits? Yeah, totally. And that's, that's, you know, we can't control that a hundred percent all the time. Some people do sneak in. Same thing with my coaching business. I've had people like that, but guys, this is why I wanted to share this with you. Now, before I get started, I actually have I actually have a special download of these strategies where you can go in, you can print it off, and you can take notes from this. And it's a little bit more detailed um, than I'm about to give you. I'm just going to give you kind of the hoedown, lowdown on the sales strategies and tips about this. But go ahead, go to my website, www.thekristinlee.com forward slash resources. And I have a ton, 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 ton of specially curated, copyrighted resources that you are welcome to swipe and use and start taking action. And I'm telling you guys, like people don't understand. A lot of the resources I put out there are filled with legit platinum and unicorn nuggets that if you actually start to implement is going to dramatically change your business. Like I've had people tell me like, Kristen, just by listening to or following your content, I've made all these changes. So go to my website, www.thekristenlee.com slash resources, and you'll have a whole host of stuff to go out in there. Anyway, so let's get right into this because I know you guys are probably like, okay, shut the fuck up, Kristen. I don't need to know the whole story. It's kind of like a recipe when somebody tells you like their whole life story. So before I... I want to give you a word before I start, and this is something, and I already talked about the self-limiting beliefs, but I'm going to cut to the chase with this, okay? The sales process and the sales tools I'm about to share with you are not going to work for some of you guys, but it should be utilized. Like, take these little elements and utilize them, and it's really, really going to push you outside of your comfort zone. It's meant to, right? It's meant to. I've invested almost a half a million dollars into my sales training over the last three years. And this is why it's so powerful. It's really going to take you, it's going to make you, it's not going to even take you, it's going to make you face some really scary demons within yourself. You're like, okay, this is really strange. Just give me the sales tips, Kristen. The thing is, it's going to challenge everything you've ever learned, you've ever heard, or whatever you've been told about sales within the dog industry. Because a lot of the times, and other people have, and I've seen this, and I've heard this, and it just drives me insane. It's like, okay, cool. If you want somebody to come into your sales process, or you want somebody to come into your business, get them to your website, make them fill out a form, and then email them back and forth. No, 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 we're cutting this motherfucking bullshit out. I'm going to tell you how. The thing too is, it's not going to be in this, and I said this in the last one too, it's not going to be how to sell your services without being salesy or sleazy. Because if you're reading that type of advice from somebody else or somebody else in the industry, or maybe your family or whatever, you are actually buying into their own fears and self-limitation beliefs and the lack of self-value, all right? Because we need to start building connection with our prospective clients. And now I'm going to say prospects a lot. I know that's kind of a weird term, but when I say prospects, I want you to think of dog owners, okay? And you can hear my little dog, (laughs) you can hear my little dog snoring in the background. So I do apologize on that. But guys, this is friggin' disruption and this is legit results. 
And it's going to be friggin' awesome, guys. But I want you to really, really, really pay attention to this stuff. So let's get it going. The first thing, and I want you to write this down. I say this a lot. I want you to write this down. My clients always know that. Is I need you to make a personal connection with anybody that comes into your business. Now, not everybody's going to want to connect with you on the phone and I get it. And you're probably thinking, well, holy crap, I'm so fucking busy and I only have time to email. I get that. And you're most likely overworked and you're over-reliant to text message, to emails, to receive and send information. But the thing is, when you create the time and the space for somebody, if it's somebody they want dog walking, if it's somebody they want dog training, and you invite them in and you start building a relationship, this is where the magic happens. This is where the connection, the conversation, and the conversion, which is going to be a different episode soon, but this is where that happens. And if you are filtering the majority of your people to a form, if somebody calls you, and I've done, I've heard this when I've called you guys before, if you sign up to one of my ads or something like this, it's like, okay, hi, you've reached ABC Dog Training. Uh, We're unable to get to the phone, but for faster response, text me or faster response, go to my website and add this, this, and this. The thing is, if you're not able to show up, and return messages versus sending them to a form to fill out, you're not making that immediate connection. People want to be heard. Your prospects want to be heard. They want to be told what's going on. They're most likely at the end of their rope, especially if you're a dog trainer. And then to be looped through so many different freaking funnels and forms and things like that, you already start the disengagement process. Now, I'm not saying carry your phone on you 24 fucking seven. That's not my, that's not what I'm saying, guys. I don't even fucking do that. Um, our, our dog training business doesn't even do that. But leaving, you know, having them leave a message and getting to them right away, you know, having a designated time where you can respond to them in a good manner is really going to build the connection right away. Now, you also might be thinking, well, I get so many looky-loos and so many tire kickers and everybody just wants the cheapest service. Well, the thing is, that's a marketing issue. It depends on how you're marketing yourself. But I'm going to talk about that in a different podcast because exactly what you put out there in marketing is exactly what you're attracting in. So if you're used to like people calling, oh, you're too expensive or whatever, how are you handling those objections? That's just objection handling. And that might also be that marketing issue, but we're going to talk about that. The next thing is when you connect with these people via phone, you want to ask the right questions to the average dog owner. Oh my God. Oh my God, this is something, and this is something my girls that first come into my program really struggle with. It's like dog trainers, dog walkers, you all are so fucking brilliant. Like, I get that. My husband is like this wealth of fucking knowledge and he can just, I said uh, negative reinforcement once and he has not, and it was a totally different, I don't even know what that means. It was a totally different um, meaning to what I was assigning to it. And he freaking he does not let me forget it like at all. Like he's remember that Ghostbusters too. That was not negative reinforcement or something like that. But he's, you guys are all the same ways. So you tend to use these huge ginormous dog training terms. What you need to start doing is you need to start connecting people on a personal fucking level. Find what is truly, 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 truly driving them to connect with you. 
Is it because they have a really active dog that needs to get out during the day? Maybe you're a dog walker, but you're not your average dog walker. Maybe you do pack walks, pack hikes. Find out what's going on versus just lumping them into a 30-minute category and not being able to use as much resources as possible. Um, if it's a dog uh, prospective client for dog training, it's like, okay, instead of lumping them into a group class, see what the hell is going on with the dog. And it's remember, it's not really about what's going on with the dog. It's about what's going on with that person. How is the dog's training affecting their life? Like, what can you do? What can you ask of them to see what the transformation will be? And the moment we start to ask these right questions to the average dog owner, to the Tom, Dick, or Jane, who's across the street with the Labradoodle, the better connection you are going to end up getting. I can swear to you guys, one, and you can steal one of my lines because this is one of those things where I'm telling you to take my stuff, is you can tell a dog owner, and this is your neat, and this is a niche thing, but you can tell your dog owner, it's, it's okay to call your dog a fucking asshole. And I can tell you guys from personal perspective, that breaks the ice every single time. Now, if you're like, oh my God, I would never tell I would never tell somebody like that's that's cool. That's cool. Like you might not be a right fit for, you know, for me as a, a business coach, but you know, there's other people out there, but you can turn it around and make a different way to say it. It's like, okay, cool. If you're a fur baby type person, it's like, okay, what's really going on if you're fur baby? How can I, you know, what is really going on with the relationship and the emotions behind it? All right. So the next step in strategy and tool or whatever you want to call it is listen. Listen. Even if that means taping your motherfucking mouth shut. You got to listen to people. You got to hear people. I know, again, I know you're bursting with so much information that you want to give and you want to educate on and start helping right away and you want to get your hands in this and you want to start giving them advice so the dog's not in danger anymore and they want to make their lives great. But listen. If someone on the other end, if somebody on the other end was not listening to your pain points and your struggles and validating your feelings and concerns and making the space, you're going to not feel not heard you're going to feel frustrated and you're going to feel fucking annoyed. And if you're on a call or you're prejudging somebody through an email, are you really listening? Are you already jumping to an answer? That means you're not listening. Guys, dogs are amazing emotional creatures. Listen, I have two dogs myself. I have a little Jack Russell who's sleeping next to me. And then I have a chocolate Labrador that is dying from a brain tumor. And it hurts my heart. And when somebody asks me to, you know, ask me how I'm feeling and they give me the space to be vulnerable, just like your prospective clients, when you give them the space to be vulnerable and open up, that's where the connection is. That's where the value lays. These awesome dog owners, they want to be heard. They want to be fucking heard. And chances are when you get them and you connect with them and you have that conversation and you open up the space. Now I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I think that should be like my title of like every podcast. I'm not saying things Kristen Lee is not saying. <laughs> it should be a disclaimer. 
I'm not saying you have to go into full empath mode where you take on energy vampires. Like I am an empath. I have, I'm very attuned to people's vibrations and energetic energies and their chakras and their auras and shit like that. Yeah. I'm a little woo and a little magical there. Little thing about me. I'm not saying you have to like suck in all their pain and try to make it rainbows and unicorns and all that type of stuff. But when you open up a strategic space for somebody who just wants the best for their dog, they want to change not only their dog's life, but their life and their family life and seeing how it's affecting them long fucking term, it changes everything. This is the million dollar step here, guys. It changes everything. And a little tidbit too is if you shut up and listen... I can guarantee you those prospective clients are fucking telling you exactly what they need. It's huge. It's fucking huge. So this one, shh, be quiet. And that's actually the shh is from a dear friend of mine, Gina, and I love her. She's like a mother to me. And she was actually one of the first um, dog daycares to open in the United States, by the way. Now the next one is you're going to want to put your ego aside. Put your fucking ego aside. Holy crap. Stop thinking like a dog trainer. Stop thinking like a dog walker. Stop thinking like a pet care pro when you're connecting with people. You're freaking smart and you're a kick-ass dog pro, right? You wouldn't be smart and a kick-ass and badass if you were listening to this, you have so much information and you're like super excited to help. However, when you overwhelm people with too much information, it's a massive turnoff. It's a massive turnoff. It's funny. I remember the first time I started talking to my business coach and we're talking about the dog training business and like everybody else out there and a lot of people that I know and I talk to is you get super excited and you just totally over fucking deliver, over deliver. You just throw everything out onto the average dog owner. And basically, and this is going to sound very vulgar, but whatever you give them an orgasm and then you expect them to buy without, you know, pain. (laughs) It's like, holy crap. You just totally overwhelmed your prospective client with all this information. You might've made them feel like a dumbass. You might've made them feel judged, which you did not probably intend to, but you want to help. And you just blew their orgasmic brains with, you know, different management tools and techniques and strategies and things like that. But when you give so much information to the point where, you know, you, they don't buy, but you feel so good about yourself for helping, the only person you're selling to is your fucking ego. This is a huge, huge thing I see everywhere and it just drives me insane. And I'm not saying don't give good content, don't give good information out there, but don't fucking over deliver to where people don't want to buy from you. And I know that's a huge mindset in the dog training industry, but stop it, stop it, stop it, guys, stop it. It's holding you back. Now, the next tip and the final one is you are going to want to handle objections. You are going to want to handle objections. What are objections? Let me talk to my partner, spouse, partner, or my boyfriend, my wife, my girlfriend, whatever. Um, Let me check my calendar. Um, Let me, this is out of my 
budget. I can't do this. It's too expensive. Yeah, I just I just want, you know, one lesson instead of a program or a package. You have to have a solid, solid strategy in place when it comes to deciding if people are going to be a right fit for your services. You don't want to pitch every single person. By asking the right questions from a few steps back, that's going to allow you to understand if they're going to be a right fit versus just lumping everybody, somebody into a category. What you want to do during these connective calls and conversations is you want to take them on a journey. You want to take them on a journey. You want to listen to them. You want to shut up and put your ego aside and have these open conversations like they're your grandma or your best friend or your auntie or your uncle or your mom or your dad or your, you know, your long lost cousin from eighth remote. You want to have these conversations. And when you're kind of approaching the end to see if they're going to be a good fit for one of your programs and services, you decide. And if they are, offer them the help they need with out-of-the-box services. You know, this is going to be a whole other topic. I have so many podcast ideas. Oh, my God. My brain is crazy. I have shiny red ball, too, here. And you want to offer them something a little bit different because the basic bitch services that is oversaturate the market, you know, the one-on-ones only. You know, one-on-one dog training is cool. Like, we implement that, too, as well. But the group classes, you know, and it's like, oh, we do pack walks now and pack hikes and stuff like that. It's not innovative enough. You want fully supportive services. But when they're, they're a really good fit and you're just jamming with them and you're having a great conversation and you know you can help this person at the bottom of the soul and you're like, okay, cool. Um, I'd love for you to join my eight-week program. It's $1,500. <gasps> Or I'd love you to do my board and showing is $2,500. Ooh, that's, you know, Kristen, that's that's just so expensive. I, I don't have that in my budget. Or this is not something I can do right now. Your job is to fight for them. And I'm not saying you, you fucking, you're like, ooh, you got to buy this and kind of like all slimy and salesy, like the sales, like you would think of like the Wolf of Wall Street. It's not the type of sales I'm talking about. The type of sales I'm talking about is showing up to them calling them out nicely on their bullshit, showing them the before and after, and having an objection handling system. The same objection handling system that my mastermind clients use and the same one I use and the same one that's been taught to me over the years and fine-tuned and you know, really, really systemized for dog industry pros. Same thing. It's like, hey, you know, I'm not going to let you determine what thing you go into. If your dog needs an hour and a half socialization pack walk versus 30 minutes or 20 minutes or 15 minutes around the block, you fight for that dog. You fight for what you stand in and you deliver. You deliver. And now I'm not saying pressure, pressure. You don't pressure people. Pressure is just bullshit because it's so hard to pressure somebody. When you think about pressure and you're like, oh my God, Christian, I don't want to be a bitch. I don't want to be rude. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I don't want to pressure people. No, 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 no. You don't pressure people, but you fight for them. You show up and you connect with them. And if you have all these things in place that I just talked about, your objection handling systems are going to be so much easier. You're going to have amazing results and you're going to have the best clients in the world while strategically growing your business to unprecedented growth.
Like, your friends are going to sit back and be like, hmm, what is she doing? Huh, that's awesome. Driving in your Range Rover, your Louboutins. I'm a Louboutin fan. But these are just some of the steps, and I wish you all the best luck with this stuff, guys. And truly, it is life-changing. Is it easy? No. Oh my God, is it not easy? Especially when you first start implementing and learning these things, and you're going to be like, oh my God, and you're going to have these conversations, and they're going to be so awkward and weird, and you're going to be like, this isn't work, or it's a fucking liar, man, ah, you suck, person. But I do promise you, I do fucking promise you guys, the moment you start implementing these and you got, you show up for yourself and you start standing into your expertise as that amazing entrepreneur with all this knowledge and you start stepping into your future self and operating from a place of love, kindness, honesty, and trust and confidence, boom, your life is going to fucking change. No pressure, no sleaziness or whatever you think it is. All right, guys, so do me a favor. Do me a massive favor. This was a really good episode, and I'm like, damn, I should charge for this episode because these are serious, like, legit t- uh, tips from my online coursework. If you were, like, mind-blown during this, make sure you share this fucking episode on Instagram stories. You share it on social media. Tag your friends. Tag your other dog business entrepreneurs. And, you know, spread the word because this shit needs to go viral. People need to hear this. And it's just so incredibly life-changing. And I just cannot scream it more enough. All right, guys, have a great one. And I'm going to hop on out of here and get back on the phone too. Take care, guys. Bye. Hey there, thank you for listening to another badass episode of Mind Your Own Dog Business. If you haven't already subscribed, what are you waiting for? Oh my God, go and subscribe now so you don't miss out on any of our content-packed dog business jam sessions plus special offers that I'm gonna only be sharing with my amazing dog business entrepreneurial podcast listeners. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave a five-star kick-ass review so more amazing dog business owners just like yourself can find us and start to transform and disrupt their businesses and their lives unapologetically. And if you feel so inclined, feel free to tag me on Instagram with a screenshot of this episode and holler at your girl. I'm at dogwalkercoach. You can find me, dogwalkercoach, and I'll pop up and I'll give you a special shout out. All right, guys, till next time. Bye.